Hey guys, welcome back to the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and we're talking about all things life, confidence, relationships, what gets you up in the morning, what doesn't get you up in the morning. That's what we talk about in this podcast. I'm super glad you're here. If you're the first time tuning in, subscribe to my channel, hit the like button, spread the love, and uh, looking forward to getting into another amazing episode with you guys today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the self. Oh my God, how am I going to do this? <laughs> um, today I've decided to bring my partner on the show and maybe it's the silliest thing I've ever done. Maybe not. I'm not sure, but I didn't even get to finish my first sentence before bursting out into laughter. <laughs> what made you laugh? The fact that your face looks like a crumpled up shoe when I was doing my intro and now I can't even focus. And well, getting back to it. You're doing well. Thank you. Today I want to talk about first impressions. And of course I had to bring my partner on the show because let's get real and talk about perception versus reality when it comes to dating and moving into a relationship. And so Andrew has willingly, mind you, come on my show today after repeated requests. Requests. And now we're doing it. There's if, no going back. If anybody here is tapping in the microphone, it's my Morse code for help. <laughs> oh my god. I'm no, regretting I this already. Came on here voluntarily. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Everyone noted that down. Good to know. So we want to talk about a couple of different things. How and when we connected, first impressions that we had of each other before we actually met in person for the first time, and then what we began to realize and thought of each other after we spent some time getting to know one another. Realize. Well, that I sound, say... That sounds so ominous. It's not ominous. It's like, you know, when you... When you're getting to know someone digitally and then you get to know who they are in person, you realize a few things. Some things that you were wrong about, some things that you're right about. And All right. All right. then we're just going to let it flow organically and see what comes up for us. So Andrew, say hello. Hello. <laughs> say something more than hello. Nice to be here. <laughs> it's a beautiful sunny day in Vancouver. Amazing. That's this, where is, we're... this is my first podcast. Yes, it is. So I'm a little bit nervous. Fair I'm, enough. I'm petrified to hear the sound of my own voice. Yeah. It said every, everybody that heard their first voicemail they left back in the oh. 80s. <laughs> it's painful. So are you, what are you saying? You're insecure about your voice? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a beautiful voice. I think the listeners would agree. So I'm going to put Andrew on the spot here and I want to ask him what he, well, just to give us a little, give you guys a little background on how we met and where we connected. So let, let's hear what Andrew's side of the story is. How we met. How we met, where we connected. Where we connected. Well, the, the medium. The medium. Yeah. The medium which in which we, we connected and then where we actually met up in person. How, how was your, what was your version of events? I'm shy to say it, but we're a Tinder story. I'm not shy to say it. I think it's oh. awesome. I get shy. You get shy. 
Um, well, well, before you go on, why are you shy that we met on Tinder? Well, I, I, I'm 35 years old and grew up having to phone people and ask their parents to speak to them on the phone. <laughs> and you meet people in real life. And when online dating became so much more popular, I think I still held on to the sort of that hesitancy and judgment around anything that was online because I think people might feel suspect. You know, right. 90s kids that get warned not to talk to strangers in chat rooms. Oh, so you actually felt like nervous using online dating because you, you weren't sure people were genuine, like there were scammers on there. Well, I think there's scammers everywhere, but I certainly got used to it. Hmm. Like I've, I'm not inexperienced. Well, where does the shyness come from then? Like, it's just a thing. It's just there. It's just a thing. It's just there. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm curious if there was like a, a belief because I know a lot of people that I speak to say like Tinder is a hookup app. You know, if I have to meet someone online, it means that I don't know how to meet someone in the real world. Is that where your shyness comes from? or is it Well, I, I think they're all, they could all be hookup apps mm -hmm. and they could all be marriage apps. You get out what you put in. I, I, I do get that different platforms have different reputations. Yeah. But as far as my experience goes, it's, there's genuine people on any app. Okay. Tinder, Bumble, eHarmony, Hinge. Yeah. I'm sure there's a plethora of others out there, but... There are. I, I believe that to be true as well. Tinder's got its reputation, but... Mm -hmm. What was the first I one, right? Well, first one of those kind of smaller apps introduced on the oh, iPhone. plenty of fish. I remember hearing about that. Well, my sister Melanie met her first husband on Plenty of Fish. Old school. Old school. Okay. It still exists, but... So going back to what I was, uh, what you're trying to squirrel away from, how, how did we connect? You said Tinder. How, how did the rest of the story go? I was, I was on Tinder and I had one of those little blue stars that I could use. And I was swiping around and I came across a profile of this nice looking gal that seemed to have a beautiful smile and striking eyes. Thank you. You're not talking about me, are you? <laughs> no, I am. And I used one of the little super likes. I did the little swipe up. Yeah. And... Does that mean that you were a paid member on the app? No, I think you get like a free one. You get a couple but free I, ones. But I was at that point. Oh, you were. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's was, interesting for people to know, right? Yeah. I, I'd gone on for free and I've... <laughs> for... for I'll, I'll say this. I... I'd been on Tinder and then I was off of it and in another relationship. And then when that fell apart, it took about a year and a half for me to feel confident and comfortable enough to actually go on a date and pay attention to somebody and not be sort of swallowing my heart mm -hmm. and pay attention and be present. Yeah. Um, I'm not a hippy dippy with like, Oh, I got to be present all the time, but it sure sucks when you're staring at the wall, really struggling to pay attention to somebody. Right. And I bet that happens with a lot of people. They're, they're dating before they're really genuinely ready to be dating. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, 
I, I am aware that the, it's a process mm -hmm. and people can date before they're quote unquote ready. Yeah. And you'll learn. And, and that's what happened for me. So I jumped back on to these dating apps and... I'm going to interrupt you there because I'm curious. And this is maybe a little <laughs> personal, personal question here. How long were you on Tinder that specific time before you connected with me? A year. Okay. Give or take. Yeah. Um, and that's where I'd ended up paying for a, whatever the cheapest membership is that you can. The cheapest one. <laughs> so, so that you can, because I, I know that the, the first time that I'd been on Tinder, a friend of mine had introduced me to it and you just swipe away. And I think, I think the culture sort of snowballed and, and the app updated to limit certain interactions. Right. So with a free account, you can swipe 50 times or something. And that's it. And then it locks you out for 12 hours. Right. And then you can go again. Um, so I, I remember having this sort of a little more emotionless approach where I was like, I felt like it's a bit of a numbers game and going, yeah. if there is somebody out there for me, and I'm trying to figure out where the heck they are, then I might as well just give myself a better chance and then I pay for a membership. Okay. So that I could swipe 60 times. So you, so you, <laughs> sounds like you went in with the mentality of you knew that this would be a numbers game. Like you were already mentally prepared to connect with or swipe or have periods of what whatever you want to call it like non-matches or lower periods yeah i i was aware that there would be people that would seem like really good matches for me and then you meet and there isn't a spark mm -hmm. or someone seems like they might be a good match and you kind of power through a few dates and try your best to be genuine and get to know them and get to know the important things that matter. And yeah. then you realize, or you learn something new and you go, Oh shit. Hmm. Like Are a deal we, breaker. No, you can swear. swear I've marked the uh, podcast as explicit. Don't worry. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was, I was aware that there are going to be people that on the surface seem worthwhile, not that they aren't, but would seem like the type of person that I would get excited about. Yeah. And then very quickly you learn and go, mm -hmm. oh shit, we're not a match. We're not a match. We're not good for each other. This could be toxic or boring or mm. a thousand other things. Um, and so I knew that I needed to put in the legwork. Yeah. And put myself out there and go on dates and all that kind of jazz. So I've been on a ton of dates. How many dates have you been on, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for anyone listening, I, have, I actually have no idea. A few. Mm, a few as in like I can hold a few oranges in one hand or <laughs> a few as in I could count the amount of threads in this carpet we're sitting on. That's a lot of threads. That's a lot of threads, yeah. A few a few less threads than are in the carpet. <laughs> so like we're talking like 10,000 dates? No, less than that. 100 dates. Possibly. Are we talking the like entire, your entire dating experience from the first date you went on and whenever that was high school or later 
Well, I didn't date much. Mm. And I, I was shy. I was a shy kid. Yeah. So. Did you want to date? And you didn't oh, because yeah. you were shy? I had, I had the accusations that I was homosexual. You did. And just qualifying. Nothing wrong with that. But. That was not your jam. For some gals thought that I was gay because I was too shy to pursue anything. Oh, so they were, sounds like they, like they were interested in you, your shyness. I was, in, I was interested in them too. Yeah. I was just, remember that term frigid? Frigid. <laughs> I do remember that oh, term. That, I haven't that, used that word in a long time. Frigid. I remember that. Ooh, yeah. But yeah, I, I remember being asked and I was like, no, fuck that. I'm just respectful and shy, genuinely mm-hmm. shy. Yeah. Like it took a and bit And they got angry. In. And, and accused well, not, you of being something that you're not. Well, yeah, I guess maybe that is where the, maybe it was coming from a place of anger, but. Or, or rejection, perhaps, or they yeah. felt rejected, even though you did maybe desire them, but yeah. you were just too shy to go forward. But at the same time, I wasn't terribly concerned with people's ideas of me. So as soon as an accusation like that comes out, I'm like, peace. Okay, whatever. Bye. Enough. Thank you. Next. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a, that's a good mentality to have. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So, so going back then to this is your experience with, at least with Tinder and your p- portion of your experience dating. You've been on multiple dates, call it a hundred, in your roughly. Oh man, I'm getting the wink here. <laughs> I'm like, just laughing. Maybe there's more than that. Don't worry, or guys. Less. No, it just sounds funny. I can I think, handle this. I think the the important thing to say is that yes, there's an element that's a numbers game. But not a numbers game in that, like, oh, look at all these dates I've got in my back pocket. Notches on your bedpost. Yeah, no, I'm not getting that vibe from you. For me, it was, like, well, let's say coffee dates. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not going, if it's a numbers game, that's, that gets expensive if you're going out and certain women expect you to pay for dinner or something. Wining and dining. Yeah. Yeah, No, I I don't think dinner is necessarily the best first date, you know. I've been on enough dates that I learned. Not I'm happy. On dates. <laughs> I, I'm happy to meet someone for a walk. Yeah, I got and it. go if you're if you're down to earth enough to go for a stroll, and that's even it. Mm. That's awesome. You're good shit, and you can still get to know each other, and then see if you want to move forwards from there. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have to be this sort of magical. I'm I'm buying your interest. Yeah. So. Do you think a lot of men, I, I want to get back to obviously our interaction at some point, but do you feel a lot of men, and I know most of them do, feel that pressure to impress on the first date, to kind of wine and dine? Oh, to, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think. Because it, we it's, split. We went Dutch on our first date. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, we oh. yes we did you're like when the server came around and asked for the bill you kind of looked at me and and i like gave you the energy like yeah no it's okay like i can carry my weight too and then you're like okay we'll go we'll go dodge or you said it in whatever word th- yeah i, I remember think... thinking like okay like i'm fine with that like i could have paid for the whole meal too and I'm i like, could have paid for the meal too but the interesting mm. thing is that to me is a test Ooh, so I passed your test. And I'm not a... T- I, God, I don't want to suggest like testing people's a good idea. Yeah. But that to me is something that matters. Mm-hmm. I can buy the first... I can buy too. I can 
yeah. you know, really show off a little bit. Oh God, you've been on a hundred dates. Your wallet is probably pretty thin. It's so thin now. <laughs> no, but I, I remember thinking and going, the type of values that I have, mm -hmm. this is important to me that you're not here to just get a free meal. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not likely that, like, I don't need to, I don't need to fall into the category of like men pay. Mm -hmm. And so there's a bit of a, you know, I, I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> well, no, of course not. But it, I was also happy to pay. But it was hard for me to allow that to happen. Funny though, but you don't quite remember that. But I wanted it to happen. Yeah. Which is why it did hmm. because it was, it, it was felt a, like the right thing. It was an important thing to go like, yeah. are you willing to be a teammate in this? Yeah. I think that's, it's, I, I know what you're saying about like, don't go out there and test people, but be aware of what your values are so that you can notice whether those things are unfolding. I've gone, so, I've gone Dutch with people. Yeah. And then you get this awful judgment. Oh, really? I, afterwards where it's like. Did you feel that from me? No. Okay. And that's, goodness. that's one of the early signs where I was like, oh, you're a uh, down to earth, genuine pull your weight, hardworking, kind human mm -hmm. being that I can be on my first date with you and go, let's split it. And you're like, okay. Absolutely. And then I don't feel that kind of passive aggression coming out yeah. afterwards. Like, thanks. So, so. so what was your first impression of me when we went on our dates? So we met on Tinder. We've told that story. We understand a little bit of your background on how well, you led to super liking me with that beautiful blue star. Thank you very much The beautiful much for that. blue star. <laughs> It drew, I'm going to say my version of it too, because that, that piqued my curiosity. It's interesting. We, we spoke we spoke back and forth and I, one of the first things that I noticed about you, we chatted back and forth on the app. Yeah. Then I would have asked you for your number. I remember that. You're very polite about it. That's a good thing. I remember like not verbatim word for word, but the gist of what you said to me. Yeah. What was the gist? You said that you don't get excited by people on apps very often, but there's something about me that has got you excited and you're not sure if it's too soon or not, but you wanted to know if you could have my number. That sounds polite. Totally. And that's why I was like, yeah, here you go. Is that cheesy polite? No, I, I think it was very, very sweet. Well, that's good. I mean, it really, it, some <laughs> other man could say that and have a different energy and it could come off too forward. But with you and with the flow of how our combo had gone previous to that, it felt nice and i wanted to i didn't want it i don't want to stay on tinder forever chatting with somebody i'd prefer to get off and yeah see what they're like outside get to know that. them better yeah well we once we traded numbers first impression you were big on phone calls oh no voice notes and voice notes i dropped you a voice note and i was like oh damn this is a grown-up Oh, that's good. No, it's interesting. So that's what you thought. You thought I was a grown-up. That's good. Hopefully you, not too grown-up. You carry grown yourself in a way that's very confident and professional. Thanks. And I remember getting my voice notes. And the, the fascinating thing is you can have someone that's confident and professional, but not warm. And that was one of the first impressions that I got is you had this assertiveness, but kindness. Oh, thank goodness. In your voice. And I was like, Okay, the intimidation factor Drop. reduced a 
drastic melt when I was So I was a bit bold then. Because maybe that's a bit punchy for certain people to drop a voice note right away. I guess since I produce podcasts and I'm used to hearing my own voice and I'm and I type and use my fingers all day for messages. Well, you, would, you would send voice notes and I would text you back. That's right, and I tried to encourage you to send a few because I wanted to hear your voice, but you're very shy oh, about I, sending. Yeah, I hate hearing yeah. my own voice. I okay. So what else? What else did you think? So we were messaging back and forth, and then yeah, we through our conversation, there was an adventurousness that you seemed to have, and a kindness. And you're stunning. And I was Thank you. keen to meet you in person. Because mm -hmm. I'm going, we can chat and text till the cows come home. Yeah. But let's meet and maybe not waste each other's time. Because there's the potential that, right. you know, we might get along. I, I've had that. I've had experiences. We might experiences. get along on text and not in real life. And that, that's just a wonderful metaphor of the dating game. Is you can have people that click in one way, but not in, another. in another way, it's like, oh, wow, we're really not compatible. And so for me, I'm going, all right, I've seen this before. You, you can fall for someone that only texts and then you meet them and you go, I can't even have a conversation with you. Wow. Yeah. Or you meet or you chat with someone that can't even respond in a full sentence on text and then you meet them in person and you go, oh, and wow. And they surprise you. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that's an important thing too is the, the, that reverse one is that some people aren't the best Textures, so give them an opportunity to show their, their real selves in person, right? For sure. Oh, huge. if there's an attraction or you, something. It, like it's yeah. cheesy to say it, but you can't judge a book by the cover. Yeah, you can. Some books have nicer covers than others. That's true. But some people you, photograph better than others too. But you got to take a look, and you got mm -hmm. to flip through a few pages. Okay, so, so we, we chatted, and then well, and then and then I remember asking noted. to meet you. And it was around Father's Day. And I said no, right? And I was like, hey, are you ready? Like, do you want to meet? And you're like, oh, maybe next week or something. And then I remember I was on the island and I was hopping off the ferry. That's right. And I was, I'm spontaneous. Mm -hmm. And I knew I do that know this now. You, you <laughs> didn't live very far away from the route that I would have been taking home. And I sent you a message and was like, hey, let's grab a coffee. And you're like, oh, I don't have time. And I was like, just a quick one. <laughs> well, hold on. I didn't say I didn't have time. I think I said... You were doing something with your dad. Yeah. But and you I, weren't doing something yet. I was celebrating Father's Day with dad and mom, and we were going to play some backyard games. And I was conscious not to drop the things that I had planned to meet you, despite wanting to, by the way. You did want to. I definitely oh, wanted that's to. that's good to know. <laughs> But I didn't want to cancel my plans for a man I hadn't met yet. So I said no. And I actually remember you being a little pushy after that. Do you remember being a little pushy after that? Oh, goodness gracious. Like in a nice way. You were like, oh, come on. No, we can do it. I'll come by. You're just on my way. And I'm like, I had to say no like three times. I like, no, no, Andrew. I'm like, no, oh, Andrew. Oh, you said something about being a strong, independent woman or oh, something. Oh, God. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Because I, you know what? Pushing. There's there's a there's a time and a place to be a little bit bold. Yeah, I wasn't saying and I was, rude. I was kind of keen, but then we ended up planning a date. That's right, and, and that's, that's where we another sign where I felt we went Dutch in a sense because at the time we were living a forty five minute drive from each other. Right, and we decided to organize a date halfway, so we both drove to a destination. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think I. 
I think I might have Googled the name of that restaurant because I knew it had yeah. a little patio, which would be nice. Yeah. We picked a time to meet and I hustled to get there. You did. You were a little I got bit there, late. I got there right on time. Mm. You were like, <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm not saying someone's late when they're like two or three or four minutes late, but you were two or three or four minutes late. I think I was one minute late. I was actually a little early because I'm the type of person that would prefer to be early than late. I would prefer to be early for a date. Mm -hmm. Well, you weren't. You were late. I know. Traffic. I already. I was already there at the restaurant. I had sat inside and then I moved outside and I had already had ordered a drink. That's bad. So That looks bad on my part. <laughs> I didn't judge you for it, but I had a nervousness too because I was then waiting for you for a longer amount of time. So when I when I, I had time to get myself worked up. When I arrived. Yeah. What was your first impression? Oh, you want to ask me now? I'm curious. I oh, my first impression was Oh. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> hold, on hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. Oh. Oh. oh he's a little different in person than I thought he was in his photos. But not, oh, this is a bad thing. Just Did, like, oh. oh. And I had this oh. sense of like. Different how? Oh, he's quite dorky is what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't sure that I was into that. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's hilarious. What was your first impression of Dorky. Me? Yeah, but like. Like, cute dorky. Like, was I wearing sandals and socks? Oh, my God. I hope not. No. Were you? No. No, you were probably in the same outfit you still wear 12 months later. <laughs> I would have put on a button-up shirt. You would have had a button-up shirt. You would have taken your hat off. That's right. You had a hat. And I think I saw you take it off. And you had jeans and shoes. That was pretty casual. And your book bag. That's why. Because you had your book bag. Your cross-shoulder book bag that you carry around. My that, man purse. Your man purse. So I saw... I have, a, I have a reason for having that, just for everybody listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the reason? Quickly. Well, I my my training and my job, I'm an artist. So you're carrying I, around... I'll carry a sketchbook and yeah. some pencils and erasers. And... So my O was based on the first two-second judgment of your dress like how you were dressed and your bag that you were carrying and the way your hair was styled and the way yeah. your body was moving it was a dork well you were a little rushy looking for where i was oh i was frantic and nervous there you i go. knew that i was late oh so now he admits that he was late <laughs> <laughs> well my 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 opa was in the military and there the philosophy that got passed down was if you're not 10 minutes early you're late Totally. I, the the I German military that. philosophy. So, Andrew, what did you think of me when you first saw me? You were very proper. You, you held your ground in your posture, in your, your aura. You, you had this kind of bit of an authority. Ooh. Like, I, I, you're a couple years younger than I am. That's right. And I immediately had this feeling that I was, I was your junior. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. I got to just be myself. Oh, goodness gracious. You, yeah, you were, you were, you had this, this sense about you that suggested that you've been in a lot of meetings. 
Meetings, not dates. Yes, well, I have been in many meetings. <laughs> same, so same, same, same. Are you kind of saying you got like a corporate yeah. vibe from me? A little. I was a little intimidated. Right. Ooh. When did you feel intimidated the whole evening, or did Kimberly relax a little bit? <laughs> I relaxed a bit. You relaxed. You relaxed a bit. Yeah. A fair bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'd say. But so. my initial, my initial sense was this like and, and what we're talking about is the first the very i know like 10 seconds of walking up to each other and yeah. i was like okay here we go oh like let's okay here we go yeah let's oh, see goodness. if i survive oh my god like i'm gonna squish you <laughs> like a bug like you're gonna just see right through me and go guess who the assertive one is now the assertive one uh -huh. who you pointing at me you asking <laughs> Am I? You're pretty assertive, yeah. So your first impression was that I was a bit dorky. Yeah. I was rushed. A little frantic, yeah. I sat down. We don't need to go into all of it. A play-by-play -play of the whole date. Yeah, you, know, so you were super nervous. Worried, so I started asking open-ended questions, and I got very, very interested in your art. I tried to pick something that I thought would help calm you down, so that I could get to know the real you. That's fascinating. Yeah. You you made me feel comfortable good. through your questioning. That's good. I remember you to saying that no one had ever asked you this much about your caricature drawings ever before. Yeah, I love caricature. Yeah. And it's something that like part part of my characteristics and the family that I've grown up with, like we can talk. Mm -hmm. But I'm aware of that when I'm on a date. Yeah. So I didn't want to. That's talk too true. much but you had a very natural ability to ask me questions that's good that's a good thing right i think so yeah so then all right so we get to the end of the night we had burgers by the way so none of this fluffy little girl food stuff i just split a burger oh, with you right we just killed the burger and a couple of drinks i learned that you like gin and tonic we talked about whether you have a gin and tonic with a lime or whether you whether you have it with a lemon Lemon. We, both, we both decided lemons are out. Lemons are out. Lime is the only way to go. Lime is the only way to go. <laughs> so we bonded and then uh, you walked me to my car and... Uh, I might have tried to sneak a little kiss. Which was super awkward. No way. It was so awkward. No way. Yeah, you like half missed my face and I half pulled away because I was shocked. I went to go give you a goodbye kiss. There was that feeling... And you turned. I know. It was my natural reaction. But I if you turn, sorry. if you do the whole turn thing, it's like, oh shit, like right. full rejection. No, and, half, by, half, half turn rejection. It was, it's still rejection. It was. But like, I was like confident enough that I just went. It's not that I didn't want to. It's you know what? I'm going to just shy. finish it off and I'll kiss your cheek. And so I, you turned your head, and I was like, oh, shit, she turned her head. So I kissed your cheek. Oh, my God. You can't go away. You're so adorable. And then? Well, then you kissed me. Oh, no way. We totally you kissed had, me again. We totally made out a little bit. You mean I then kissed you after the half-cheek thing? Like, I came in? Well, I'm just going to say that so I feel better. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just call it evens. Okay, we both kissed each other. Okay. So, 
That's interesting to hear that, to hear your first impressions of me. I was a bit intimidated. Yeah. And I guess really what's interesting in this is what I thought I was going to, what, what, who I thought Andrew was is obviously radically different now that I've had a chance to really get to know him. And I don't know if you... How, how do I differ from what you thought? Well, when we're making judgments about people, we're doing it based on very little information. Yeah. And that is not an accurate depiction of who someone really is. So if there's attraction there, if there's some, something that piques your curiosity, you need to give it time to develop. Because yeah. knowing you now and the depth of the person that you are and understanding a good portion of your past and your history and what makes you who you are today and the things that frustrate you and the things that you love and the interests and everything you have, you're nothing like that first person that I met. You're so much more. In a good way? In a fantastic way. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> right? Thank, I, hope, I hope that you would think the same, right? That I'm... You see that I have that maybe corporate business meeting like side. Oh yeah, I I I can see when and where it flicks on now. Yeah. And I've gotten to know the other side of you. Well, there's multiple sides, but I've gotten to know another side of you, which yeah. is that really sweet, kind, maybe timid in certain circumstances. Hmm. Kimberly that we both seem to complement each other in a lot of different ways. And that's, yeah. that's something that took time to get comfortable with being. Yeah. And, and, but that's something that amazes me with the progression that we've gone through is we have our preconceptions, we have our first impressions, but what's left is at least uh, a gut feeling or a desire to keep going and try again. Yeah. Not try again as if any of those were failures, but this open-ended, non-pressure way of going, hey, do you want to hang out again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And through that, I think we really got to see each other's positive characteristics. Yeah, for sure. And that go on some really adventurous little casual type dates. Yeah. And I, I have to say that courting process between you and I before we decided to like commit to each other was the most anxiety inducing courting I've ever dealt with in my relationship history. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I think that might be a topic for another day, but dating you in the beginning brought up a whack load of insecurities in me. Yeah. What? How so? Why? Just the difference between our communication style on text. Yeah. And the difference between me being a planner and you being really spontaneous and me misinterpreting that a lot. Interesting. And yeah, the what what I saw, and this is not necessarily reality, but what I felt at the time was a little bit of Hot, cold, hot, cold. Interesting. Yeah. I had to deal with that. <laughs> I don't know what, what you felt. But. And what, what brought you, or I'm assuming that you've gotten a sense of peace. Absolutely. But what, what brought about your... Like comfort now? Yeah. Well, 
Like, what did you learn Thank about me? goodness that I'm a dating and relationship coach because I had tons of tools available to use for myself. Yeah. And I also had a great support network when I needed it to give me sound advice. You know, because I always say to people, don't, don't necessarily get advice from your friends and family because they're very biased. And I remember early on my mom actually saying something that she would never say now that she knows you and adores you. But I remember her just being like, because I shared with her that I was feeling hurt over something. She's like, he's just not the one for you. Like, move on. And imagine if I had listened to that, right? <laughs> so I had to seek out advice from a, a good friend of mine that lives on the island, a guy named Bruno. He'd been on my show many, many episodes back. And he just gave it to me straight. And that's the kind of advice I needed. What did he say? Well, he said a lot of different things. But, I mean, just to summarize it very briefly, he just said, chill the F out, man. <laughs> to you so, yeah i needed to relax a little i, I was getting in a, a loop spiral of overthinking i've been trying to read into what things that you weren't doing meant and it's a really nasty place to go in your own mind because you're, you're making meaning out of nothing at all right crazy so I, I had to work through a bit of that in the early phases of uh, us getting to know one another you yeah. did good thank you <laughs> we've made it through we've made it through. the early phases so how was that for you? I mean, we could go on and on and on, of course, but you know, this is your first time coming on a podcast. You're talking about something really personal to you, sharing a bit of your own dating history, and then us actually sharing first impressions for the first time in front of one another. Um, anything you want to share with listeners? Anything you want to say? Any, any wisdom, pieces of advice for men, women out there that are dating, that are getting into relationships? Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. Be true to yourself. Yeah. I know those are kind of maybe Common overused, things. overused sound bites, but I think. <clears throat> well, first off, thanks for having me on. Of course. This is my first time, so it's not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> my show, or I, just being on the podcast. <laughs> being on the podcast, I get nervous, but um, yeah, no, you've done good. No, I think that the. Dating world is vicious in today's day and age. Yeah, sure it's, can be. It's, I, I think the dating apps offer a really effective medium for people to get out there and connect with people they would have not Man, crossed paths. I don't think we would have crossed paths. No, I, I thought about that too. I really don't think that given our life scenarios and situations, we would have ever ended up in the same place at the same time. Probably not. Well, we lived uh, five blocks apart from each other for one year, and I never saw you in any of the stores or on the street or anything. Yeah. Right. But I think, I think there's a bit of a disheartening process that a lot of people go through, men and women. That's what I experienced with yeah. the with dating apps. I, I I got into a place where I sort of had given up hope in a way. You know, sometimes people just need a more casual connection, and that can be very helpful sometimes, whatever, yeah. to each their own. Um, but that that doesn't sustain life. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, there was a perseverance that I kind of had to have to make it through a number of dates with people that on both sides of the spectrum were really negative interactions that I right. learned from. Yeah. 
and meeting some people that were very positive interactions that I learned from and went, okay, that's what I value. Okay, I don't want to be around that. And I think people that are in the dating scene now, not that I'm, like, I'm no expert by any means, but you just got to be true to your constitution. Yeah. And don't, don't give up on yourself in order to your... make a relationship happen with somebody that yeah. isn't natural. There's two lessons there that I'm hearing. One is you're saying be true to your constitution, which the way I guess I preach it, call it preaching, is stay true to what you value yep. because that's what makes compatible relationships. Being, uh, being you. Being you. And don't bend yourself to fit into what someone else wants because that is playing a role and it does not last. No, yeah, yeah, 100%. It's something that yeah. I've struggled with. I'm sure we're getting tight on time here, so maybe we could talk about it another time. But mm -hmm. the that was definitely another first impression of mine that has stood the test of time so far with us. What's that? Is that there was a lack of negative pressure. From me? From you. Oh, you mean in our courting period? Well, you could say that we're still in it, in yeah. a way. Like, yeah. there was giving each other time to be who we are. Yeah. And go, you know, when you're ready, if you're ready, here's what I'm interested in, so on and so forth. And I think that's something that was very valuable that I learned from too and went, oh, wow, that's that's a huge reason that I'm so comfortable with you. Yeah. Is that, and there's mismatch, right? Where some people are getting on dating apps wanting to accelerate that process super fast and other people might have just got on that week. You never know. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, some things, in, ha things happen in their own time. Yeah. Some things are quick. Some things take time. And I think just being being honest with yourself, mm -hmm. which is a lot harder than, than yeah. it sounds. Well, so. being honest with ourselves means we need to accept both our strengths and our weaknesses, right? So, yeah. wow, this has been really interesting for me um, to sit here and to chat with you and, and to learn about, well, just your perception of things and and just feeling your energy as we're doing this show. And I just want to say thank you very much for indulging me <laughs> and coming on. I really appreciate it. I'm going to cook you dinner now no, as a thank you. we'll do it as a team. And um, to everyone listening today, I hope that there was some piece of value in here. I hope there was something really interesting that you took from us just opening up and being vulnerable about our experience. And, of course, there's so much more that we both could have shared with you all today. Uh, but thank you so much for listening, tuning in, listening all the way to the end of today's episode. And I look forward to catching up with all of you again next week. Ciao.